Hello again, Playful Mompreneurs. It's great to have you back on another episode of the Playful Mompreneur. My name is Shaley Tonkin-Smith and today I'm going to be continuing the discussion that I started in last week's episode, episode number 24, about sales pages. So in last week's episode, I talked about what sales pages are and why you should have one or more in your Playful Mompreneur business, how they can really help you to bring ease and flow and to help your business run a little bit in your sleep, get that kind of passive income dream going. And in this week's episode, I'd like to dive a little deeper into sales page copywriting and technology tips. So I have done a lot of sales page copywriting for clients. I've done my own sales page copywriting. And over the years, I have learned a few tips and tricks. So I'm going to share some of those with you today. And I'm also going to share my favorite tech tools and just the different options that you can use for tech when it comes to setting up your sales page. And what I will say is that it can sound really overwhelming, But today I aim to try and take some of the overwhelm away from you so that you can just move forward, make a call one way or the other. There are not too many wrong answers and move forward with your sales page. I want you to get your sales page up and out there in the face of your ideal clients. That is the Playful Mompreneur way. Also, just a reminder that until the end of September 2021, I have got my playful sales page templates at a 20% discount. It normally goes for $25, but until the end of September 2021, you can get it for $20. It's a Google Doc that you are going to type in your sales page information into it. I give you all the prompts that I have developed over my years of copywriting. I give you the prompts and you answer the questions for your particular offer. So if you want that kind of step-by-step process walking you through how to write up your sales page in a high converting and effective way, then I think the playful sales page template is for you. You can find more information at psptemplate.shellysmithcreative.com. So PSP for playful sales page and then template.shellysmithcreative.com. So I'll leave the link of where you can get that sales page template and you can go and purchase that and you can then have your sales page up by as early as tomorrow. Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. 
get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them. And then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. Okay, so I hope from last week's episode, you have a good idea of why sales pages are important. If you haven't listened to that episode, I think it would be a good idea to go back and listen to episode 24 before listening to this one, but that I will leave up to you. What I would love to focus on in today's episode is, first of all, the copywriting side of your sales page, and then we're going to look at a little bit around the tech side of things. So as I mentioned last week, the idea of a sales page is to sell. It's to actually complete ideally the whole sales process. So they read your sales page and they buy your product or your service package. In cases where it's a higher ticket offer and then you're going to have to have a call to confirm whether this is the right client fits, in that case, the call to action would be to book a call. But in that case, that is still advancing the sales process. The aim of a sales page is to convert these browsers who are coming there, sort of their interest is peaked, and we want to convert those browsers into buyers or into clients. So I'm now going to talk about the copywriting tips that I have found work really well to actually turn browsers into buyers and to be really clear about what it is you're offering. So that's really my first tip, is to be clear about what you're offering, is to aim for clarity over cleverness. Very often, I think we're quite close to our own offers, and so we can get a little bit clever about how we name them, about how we talk about them. I'm afraid life coaches are in this category of where they can get a bit stuck in the jargon of the coaching industry, and then the clients don't actually talk that way. So be careful about your own industry jargon. And this is something I have to watch myself. Be careful of using too much of your industry jargon. So you want to, instead of using your own industry jargon, you want to make use of your audience's language. And this is really difficult to do if you just try to invent the words in your own head. So rather don't try and figure it out in your own head. Rather, listen to what your ideal audience is saying. And they could be saying that directly to you, like in an email to you or in a phone call to you or in an Instagram message or something like that. Or they could be saying things in other people's Facebook groups, in perhaps coaches and service providers that you use. You hear other people in their networks and communities saying things and indicating the problems that they have. Listen out, especially for problem language, for language that gives you a clue into people's struggles and the way they talk about those struggles. I think very often we quickly jump to our solution But it's important, especially in a sales page, that the person is aware of their problem right at the beginning. So you need to actually make them aware that they have this problem in the first place. You might have heard the analogy of like, you can come up to a person and say, yeah, here's some pills to take. They'll make you better. And then they'll be like, "Uh, I didn't know I was sick. 
the person needs to know that they're sick, that they've got some particular ailment or problem before they're willing to take these miracle pills. So the same applies in business. So when you are writing your sales page, I recommend that you use overall, it's an age old copywriting formula called the ADA formula. So it's an acronym, A-I-D-A. The A stands for attention. The I stands for interest. D is desire. And A is action. And in the playful sales page template that you can purchase from me, this is the inspiration that I have used and the structure that I've used for that sales page template. Because you first need to get that person's attention that they identify with the particular problem that you are solving. You need to get that attention in a way that there's some kind of empathy, some kind of bridge. So that is the first step in the copywriting process or the copywriting formula that you get in their attention. The next step is interest. So once you've got their attention, you can then start talking a little bit more about the problem You can start even agitating the problem a bit, talking about real concrete examples of how this problem shows up for them and create interest around how you could start solving that problem with your offer. But that's where the third step comes in, is creating that desire to go, ooh, wow, I want this transformation that this person is offering me. And when I talk of transformation, we often think of like life coach scenarios of a before and after kind of scenario, but also for even like a website designer. Before this, you didn't have a website and you felt embarrassed to um, do networking. Now you have this amazing website that you feel sells your business and your brand. And so you feel more confident in your networking. There's the transformation before and after. So we want to create a desire in our audience, the people who are reading our sales page, for that after situation. So we need to sketch it out for them. We need to paint a picture so that they desire your solution. This is really helped by social proof and testimonials of people who were in a similar predicament to the person who is reading your sales page. And now they've gone through that transformation and they are in this better after place. So that's desire. So we've had attention, interest, desire. And then the final part of the ADA formula is action. We want to call our browsers to action. And I suggest that you start doing that quite soon in your page because you will have people who have heard you on a podcast or perhaps they've been following you for some time. They're on your email list and they really are interested in what you are offering. So you've got their attention. You've got their interest. They desire what you want. And so when you put out your offer into the world, they're ready to take action. So I always recommend putting some kind of call to action right at the top of your sales page. And then you can start putting it a little further down as you start selling and as you start outlining your offer. The 
core thing here is to make your call to action abundantly obvious. Even if you feel like you are repeating yourself over and over again, you still need to make that call to action abundantly obvious. I can't tell you how many sites I've visited, and I'm sure you've had the same experience, where you visit the site and it seems like they are shy to ask for the sale, to actually make it clear how you can work with that particular company. How can I buy what you are selling? There have been a number of times, often in my homeschooling kind of context, where there is an offer, but it's very difficult to actually progress and buy the offer straight away, even if it is available digitally and you can get it straight away. So make it abundantly easy for that browser to take action and to buy your product. All right, so your call to action is going to be abundantly obvious. What also needs to be abundantly obvious, and I mentioned this earlier, is the problem. You need to make the problem really clear so that people can identify with that problem. Remember from the ADA formula, this is getting the person's attention making them realize that, yes, I have this problem. They're not in a long as you describe the problem. And they need to also know there needs to be a little peppering of negativity here, really, knowing that they, they have got something to lose. And this I have got from Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. And in Building a Story Brand, Donald Miller uses his years as a screenwriter and as a a storyteller to use those principles of telling a good story, and he uses that for marketing. And he's got a seven-step, what he calls the story brand process. And the second to last step in that process is that the hero avoids failure. So I'll just give you the seven steps of the process for context. So you have a character or a hero, that's your customer, who has a problem and meets a guide, that's you, who gives them a plan and calls them to action. So this goes back to our call to action, needs to be abundantly clear. And that action helps them to avoid failure and ends in a success. So there's kind of two parts to the end of the story. They've avoided failure and they've ended in success. So here my tip is, first of all, that character has a problem, make that problem clear so that they identify with that problem. And then also they're going to be avoiding a certain failure. So don't be afraid to just pepper in, Donald Miller compares it to When you're making a loaf of bread, you're going to add, say, a cup of flour and a pinch of salt. The negative side is the pinch of salt. The sort of more positive side of creating the desire for this new life, that's the flour. Uh, You don't want to mix that up and have a whole cup of salt, and then the whole thing is going to feel really negative and and like the person's going to feel so bummed out. So balance the positive and the negative, make it clear that they've got something to lose if they don't take up this offer. So I'd recommend you go and get hold of Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. It's a great resource to have in your marketing in general, in your company. I think it's also quite playful given that it's based on a storytelling process. I really love that about it. And I found it very helpful to clarify my messaging and to also write sales pages for clients to get it really clear and to tell the story of your product. 
So now moving on from that, or like just extending that point a little bit, is that on your sales page, you've got to constantly try and answer the question for your readers, for your potential customers who are browsing now. They are going to be asking, what's in it for me? And that makes them sound like very selfish human beings, doesn't it? Well, it actually just makes them sound like human beings. Because as human beings, we do, from a survival basis, we need to know what's in it for me. Otherwise, I'm not going to spend my time on it. So get into the mind of your ideal customer. I've talked about using your audience's language and Make it clear to them what is in it for them. Okay, so you'll notice now there's quite a lot of setup. And in my playful sales page template, which I mentioned that you can go and purchase, I'll leave a link in the show notes for that. You will be able to go through this whole process and apply these techniques in the template that I've given you. What I'm sure you're asking now or thinking is, wow, this seems quite long. (laughs) And yes, I am teaching you here a long form sales page. And my feeling is that long copy is fine, but boring copy is not. If you are capturing the reader's attention, if they are nodding along, they're going, yes, this is my problem. They will be reading through your copy and going, I want to hear more. And they then will be hopefully clicking that take action button. So long copy is fine, but boring copy is not. And boring copy is going to be copy that the person asks, what's in it for me? And they go, I don't know. And so they X out of your page. So you know what? The reality is also your copy is going to be boring to some people. And those aren't going to be your ideal clients. So that's okay. You can write long copy for the people who are going to be your typical clients, your best clients, the clients that you have the most fun working with and having them around in your community. So I would say don't be afraid of long copy. You don't need to overdo it. But this is why I also feel that it's important to have call to actions all the way through your page so that Whenever that person is ready to make the decision, they can just click on that and start the purchase process. So also what I'll say here is you can write a shorter form sales page. You can still use the structure that I've got in the playful sales page template, but you just shorten it. You don't have as many, say, bullet points describing the problem. You know, maybe it's just a one sentence thing and you can use my template, but write a much shorter sales page and get your message across. So if that's going to work for you and that's going to feel more aligned with you, then go for it. You can also leave out certain sections of the sales page, also perhaps for a smaller offer. If it's not this comprehensive, like total transformation kind of offer, and perhaps it's a shorter ebook, you don't need all the sections of the sales page. So once you purchase that sales page template, the playful sales page template, it is up to you. This is playful after all. It is up to you to delete some of the sections. I would say the first half is quite important. But for example, like there's a section for frequently asked questions. Now, you can decide whether you want to put in a frequently asked questions. I I find that this is helpful for lower ticket offers where you want to just close the sale. So that if 
people have questions, you answer them right there and then you don't have to hop on a call or anything. Whereas for a higher ticket offer where somebody's got to think about it a lot more and yeah, just give it some more planning and guidance, then you want to be on the phone with that person and able to answer their really specific questions and to be demonstrating your skills, whether it's as a coach or a consultant, you'll demonstrate that through the sales process. So I would say for higher ticket offers, you actually don't have the FAQ. Instead, you say, book a call with me and then I will answer any questions with pleasure. Whereas with the lower priced offers, you don't have to directly answer specific questions. You can have this FAQ and then you can leave it at that. But you don't even have to have the FAQ if it doesn't make sense to you. Also, if you want to just get the product out there, you can get the sales page out and then add the FAQ later. So those are some of the ways you can adapt your sales page to suit you. But the template is there. It's based on the ADA formula and it's based on as I say, all this copywriting experience that I have got over the years of writing high converting sales pages that are going to turn your browsers into buyers. And my last tip about copywriting is don't be afraid to get voicey. I didn't actually know it was a word. I discovered this word when I was working with my author coach, uh, Jennifer Locke, and a couple of times she would say, you can make this a little bit more voicey. So bring a little bit more of, in Jane's case, she's given me the advice to bring a little bit more of my voice into the way I tell the story, a little bit more sass, a little bit more of my passion and enthusiasm for the particular topic. And I give you the same advice here in your sales page. Get voicey, bring out things that you have in your life and things that your audience will have in their life. So like me with my, my mompreneur audience, I can talk about like, oh, it's like watching your kids um, have a water fight or, you know, like this is a sure thing, like asking your kids to go and jump on the trampoline. And then you know that they're entertained for at least half an hour. Those kinds of things. I know that this is something that I experience and that my audience experiences. And so you kind of just bring in those concrete things and also just using your turns of phrases. I've been told before that one of my words is awesome. And if, if that's a word that I use in my speaking voice, I can bring it into my sales page. And same thing with you. Find those words that are like youisms and bring in that so they can hear your voice speaking through that sales page. I think that's really quite captivating and it gets that personal touch that we're looking for. So those are some tips for writing your sales page. As I said, you can go and get hold of the playful sales page template at psptemplate.shellysmithcreative.com and I'll leave a link to that in the show notes and wherever you're listening to your podcast, you'll be able to find the link to that. That will give you all of these tips as well as other tips for the different sections of your sales page. And you just have to sit down and write it out. Of course, if you would like me to write your sales page, do all the copywriting, then drop me an email at podcast at playfulmompreneur.com and we can have a chat about what your requirements are and how we can write a beautiful high converting sales page for you. But if you'd like to do it yourself, that playful sales page template will be perfect to give you the structure that you need. 
All right, so now I just want to move on to the technology side of things with sales pages. Because I think that is often the question that people ask ask first is like, what platforms can we use to build our sales pages? So I mentioned in last week's episode that you need to just be careful of putting your sales page on your own website, especially for those bloggers among us. You've got sidebars and you've got affiliate links and you've got like different sponsorships all over your, your blog page. And that can sometimes detract attention and detract from the product that you want to be selling. So by all means, use your own website, but try and take, if you can, take off the top navigation, the bottom footer navigation, definitely any sidebars for other products that you're selling. Take that sidebar away, definitely. You want to kind of have that sales page as clean as possible. So you can use your own website if you want to, like Squarespace, WordPress, Wix, whatever you're using. You can also use your email marketing platform. So if you're using ConvertKit or a Flowdesk, for example, you can put together a bit of a sales page. But those, I would say, are very limited in t- terms of the amount of information you can put on them. I find those are mainly designed as landing pages for collecting email addresses for opt-in freebies. So if you've got a really short form thing that you just want to sell, you could use your email marketing platform, but I would say that is more suited to your freebie offers. And then we've got a course delivery platform or like a product delivery platform. So here I'm talking about something like Teachable, something like Podia, um, or like a product delivery platform like Etsy. And those can also be really great, but you, you sit within their platform. Like a Teachable sales page can be really great, but it's not going to be able to look really fancy. You're going to have to stick to their design sort of specifications, that kind of thing. So it just is a little bit more limited, but it can totally work to get your message out there, to get your product out there. Okay. And then you can get specific sales page software. So a good example here is lead pages. I think there's also another one called Instapage. And the idea behind these kinds of products is that it's really sales page focused. And so they can give you great integrations with Facebook ads. You can do split testing and all sorts of really fancy things. And you can design your page pretty much quite customized. But of course, that comes with a price tag. And I think for those of us who are looking for a minimum viable product kind of offer, doing minimum viable marketing, you don't want to be investing too much upfront. You rather want to test out your idea and then decide later on whether you want to invest in something like lead pages. It is a great option for those of you who are further along in business. And perhaps you have a couple of different offers that you want to test out and lead pages then would make a lot of sense. But it is quite a high monthly fee. Also on the sort of high monthly fee category is a product called Kajabi that you might have heard of. And Kajabi is great because it can do your email marketing, your websites, your online course hosting, everything. It's quite amazing in that way. But again, it comes at quite a high price tag. So it might not be the best solution for you if you're going for this minimum viable product, if you're just testing a few things out. So to make things more of a minimum viable product approach, I love 
card. So I've mentioned card. It is a one-page website builder. So it's not really a specific sales page tool. It's a one-page website builder. And they developed card in the beginning almost as an online business card. So you could put together like a lovely profile page for yourself. So I spoke about like the, in the previous episode, like almost like a speaker bio page or an author bio page. That was how it started, but it's kind of taken on a life of its own and gained in popularity. So the way card works is you'll set up your one page website and then you can have multiple one page websites, web page, I must use the right term- terminology so I don't confuse everyone, <laughs> but you set up your one page web page. So your sales page. And you can sell one product or one service package, one particular offer on that that web page. And then you set up another one. So I can tell you that I have now filled up all 25 of my pages. I kind of have to go, oh, do I still need that one? Or that one was a tester or that one was a template or something. And then I have to delete some of my pages because I've quickly gotten up to the 25 pages. I didn't ever think that was possible. So for all of that, it's only, so it's $19 per year, you guys, $19 per year. For that package, you get 10 pages. And then for $49, so this is at the time of recording, you better go and check the prices before you go do this. But $49 per year, that's what's amazing about cards pricing. You get that 25 site package and you get lots of extra functionality to accept payments. I use their password protected pages as well to actually deliver my video course or like a PDF or something like that. I use their password protected pages to actually deliver my products as well. So really for a very low price, you get a really elegant and beautiful solution. And you can go and have a look at some of my sales pages. Generally, those are developed on card. So those will be good examples. And also just to mention that if you are thinking, no, I'm on a WordPress website or I'm on a Squarespace website or something like that, then please understand that you can use card in conjunction with your other website. There are ways and means of just uh, hooking it up and kind of joining it in with your brand. You can visually design it so that it looks like your brand. And then on the kind of tech and domain side of things, you can easily create a little subdomain on your domain name host, so like for example, Bluehost or SiteGround, or I use DNS Simple, wherever you host your domain name, you can go and create a subdomain. So for example, you will find a course that I summarize all of this called Sales Page Superhero, and that is at salespagesuperhero.shedysmithcreative.com. So that's a subdomain. Sales Page Superhero is a subdomain of shadysmithcreative.com. So I know that might sound a little bit intimidating for those of you who are intimidated by tech, but don't worry, it's the easiest thing in the world. And also you do it once and then you just forget about it and I will give you the instructions in Sales Page Superhero. So let me just tell you about Sales Page Superhero if you are interested in learning a little bit more about card. So Sales Page Superhero is another product that I have. It's a series of training videos, tutorial videos, where you are looking over my shoulder and I'm using card to put together a sales page. 
So sales page superhero includes the same templates that you can buy individually as the playful sales page templates. And it also includes instructions on how to set up that sales page in card. So you might just want to set up your own sales page on your website, in which case then you just want to get the playful sales page templates. But if you want to use this tech stack that I've just been talking about using card, you can use it to take payments, you can use it to deliver your products as well, all for just that $49 a year, then I think you would love sales page superhero. Now, I'm going to be upgrading Sales Page Superhero in the next couple of months. When I do that, I'm going to increase its price. So at the moment, Sales Page Superhero is also $49. Please don't get confused. So $49 for Sales Page Superhero and then $49 for your card subscription, or you can go for the $19, but I find the $49 is really great value and it's for the whole year. And then Sales Page Superhero for lifetime access. And when I do upgrade sales page superhero, I will send you those upgraded videos. So if you get in now, you can get your first sales pages set up. And then when I upgrade it, you'll get free access to those upgrades. And I'm going to be increasing the price at that point. So get in now and you can set up a beautifully designed sales page in card. And what you also get as part of Sales Page Superhero is access to a card template that I have set up and designed, essentially using the components, the design components of the sales page templates that you have written out. So you'll write your sales page out and then you'll, you can use my template to just literally fill in the blanks in card. So it really makes the design and the tech side of things a lot easier for you. And you can just use my template. Then you can also, if you want extra sections, you can copy and paste and kind of duplicate sections from my template as required, or you can delete sections as required. But I've kind of given you the first overall structure for like, for example, like the banner and then free text and then text with an image and like a process one with three different images. So that's all in the template and you can just use that template to create your own sales page. So if you are feeling a little bit intimidated about the tech side of things, that course is a really great starting point and it will give you all of my knowledge that I have gained in putting together card websites. I have put together, as I say, I'm full up on my 25 and I've done a whole lot for clients as well. So I've been around the block with card. So that's sales page superhero. And then there's the playful sales page template. So the two offers, if you just want the templates, just to get some guidance on writing your sales page, you want the playful sales page templates. And if you want the full suite of tech support and videos walking you through step-by-step how to put that sales page together in card with a whole lot of copywriting tips in between, then you want sales page superhero. All right, everyone, I will leave links to both of those resources for you in the show notes but I'll just call them out now. So the sales page superhero is salespagesuperhero.shellysmithcreative.com and you'll be able to find the playful sales page template at psptemplates.com. 
So Playful Sales Page Template. PSP Template shellysmithcreative.com so go and find both of those there I will also leave links in the show notes I cannot wait to see the sales pages that you create I want to know your questions as well what questions do you have about creating these sales pages as you go through the process if you have questions go to playfulmompreneur.com And there's a recording button there. And I want to hear your 90 second question for me. So go and hit record there. Ask your question about anything that I've discussed about sales pages in the last two episodes. But also if there's anything else you want to ask me about, go and ask me there. Hit record and make sure that you're in a nice quiet room and that the audio recording is going to be a good quality because I want to play that on an upcoming episode in season two and then I'll use that as the basis of a podcast. So it's been such fun as I said in the last episode discussing something that I'm so passionate about. I love using words to sell things that really just feed into the playful mompreneur business. Setting up that sales page can really help you to bring ease and flow into your business and to sell your products and services while you sleep, while you're looking after your kids, while you're doing life. You can do less sales and more life. Isn't that awesome? Thanks for listening today. I will see you next week for another episode of the Playful Mompreneur podcast. I'm Shady Tonkin-Smith, and for now, it's time for you to go off and be a playful mompreneur. That's the end of our mompreneur playdate today, but come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to playfulmompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your mompreneur friends by sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or tell them to search the Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.